Hello and welcome to the Mystery School from Los Angeles, California. It's Michael Benner, your host, on December 1st of 2013. Thanks a lot for being with us, whether live or listening to the replay. It's uh, 10 a.m. on the west coast of the U.S. It's 1 o'clock in the afternoon on the east coast, 18 hours universal time. Though most people listen to the podcast and replay on demand, and that's just fine. We appreciate you being here. The premium training, which runs about, oh, anywhere from an hour and 15 minutes to an hour and a half, follows beginning in about 30 minutes at 10.30, and that also is available perpetually by replay on demand. Enroll at theagelesswisdom.com. The T-H-E is part of it, as I'm sure you know. After the W's, theagelesswisdom.com. Click on webinars and premium training and use your bank card to enroll. Takes about 60 seconds, and the thank you page will give you the URL and password you need. There will be a follow-up email as well. Hold on to that in case you'd like to listen to the replay on demand, which you can also download, by the way. So even if you listen live, if you'd like to download the MP3 afterward, use the same link for the replay. Our topic for the day today, December 1st, is healing with guided imagery. This is the whole idea of accelerating the natural healing process, sometimes to a remarkable degree. And guided imagery is a term that is used increasingly, another term that is not used as often but means basically the same thing, is visualization, or we can say mental imagery, imagination, movies of your mind, or the mind's eye. This is an interesting concept, this ability to use your imagination to, well, to imagine or to to pretend, to, to visualize with your eyes closed as if your eyes are open. It's a remarkable capacity that few of us ever really consider just how magical and and amazing it is that we can close our eyes so that our physical eyes see nothing, and yet we can use the mind to pretend that we're able to see things. I was uh, just yesterday or the day before sitting here in my office in Los Angeles and thinking about Maui, where we lived for a full five years before returning 15 months ago to Los Angeles. And I was thinking about different places that we lived and and would visit on a regular occasion on the island of Maui. And I had my eyes closed, but I was able to, in my imagination, with my so-called mind's eye, travel to these places, you know, and revisit. It was really intriguing to me 
as recently as I say is yesterday, that I had this ability to go back and imagine being there. The funny thing is that the subconscious mind or the brain itself doesn't know the difference between real and imagined. And you say, well, what do you mean by that? And what's the significance of that? Well, if instead of imagining myself enjoying some beautiful remote area of the island of Maui or a beautiful beach, uh, feeling the warmth of the sun on my face or smelling the fragrances. You could say, well, that's not visualization. Well, it's, you know, it's an imaginary sensation. So it's part of the guided imagery process to bring on board imaginary olfactory, <laughs> shall I say it that way, fragrances or imaginary tastes or to imagine touching something for texture or temperature. It's all part of what we call guided imagery or visualization. And if instead of thinking of Hawaii, for example, I would imagine myself eating a lemon my mouth would begin to salivate and pucker. This is an experiment that you can try for yourself at any time. If you're listening to the replay of this, for example, you could hit pause right now. Just take a slow, deep breath as you close your eyes and as you exhale, relax. It's important that you close your eyes and relax. And then imagine... A beautiful yellow lemon, slicing the lemon, bringing it up to your nose and smelling the just freshly cut lemon, and then taking a great big bite out of that. <laughs> I'm already salivating even now. Human sexual response is the same thing. You could be reading some story or erotic novel. This Fifty Shades of Grey is real popular right now, and... Here you have nothing but words on a page, 26 letters arranged as symbols into words and sentences and paragraphs, and often you'll get a physical response as if the brain believes that sexual activity is at hand. And of course, your conscious mind knows, no, no, I'm just reading a book or I'm just imagining eating a lemon, but the subconscious is not impressed. It doesn't care if it's real or not. And so when we imagine healing, when we imagine pain going away and use guided imagery or visualization, it's not such a supernatural thing, not nearly as much as it is an acceleration or an amplification of the body's natural healing process and our abilities to experience pain in a relative sense. In other words, it's sort of like once the fire department has arrived at the burning building, we can turn off the fire alarm. They're already there, so turn off the fire alarm. So it is with pain. Once physical discomfort has got your attention and your dealing with it and tending to it. You realize what you've done to yourself through injury or illness. 
you can say to yourself, okay, I got the message. I'm going to pay attention to this and manage it and see what I can do to promote healing at this point so we can let go of the pain. And with a little exercise where you imagine the pain going away, it actually does. And my wife and I and several of our friends used this at the dentist for pain control. In fact, just a week ago, my wife Doreen came back from having some drilling done and no Novocaine, no pain medicine whatsoever. She did it all with guided imagery or imagination. This ability corresponds in Eastern philosophy to the sixth of seven chakras or energy centers in the body called the ajna, which is between the eyebrows in the center of the forehead. If you close your eyes and imagine looking up just about 15 degrees or so, very slightly, right? Not 90 degrees, not 45 degrees, not that much at all. Just if looking forward and then slightly elevating your gaze, just as they say, maybe 15 degrees or so. And imagine a little movie screen floating out in front of your forehead by two or three inches. You can imagine visualizing on that movie of your mind, that mental movie screen. That's guided imagery. That's visualization. And when you combine that with really deep physical relaxation, or even not so deep, even mild or gentle relaxation, such that the body feels safe and not in any kind of danger, so fight or flight is not triggered, you allow yourself to go into what brain researchers would identify as an alpha brainwave level, or even a little deeper theta brainwave levels, often a state of mind associated with dreaming or using the mind's eye. And then combine the guided imagery with verbal suggestion, positive affirmations, statements instructing the body that it's safe, that you can let go of pain and discomfort, and then reverse the pain and discomfort by, well, just feeling it fall away or feeling it diminish little by little and bit by bit. And this will accelerate the healing process. This can reverse disease, even serious illness like cancer, for example, has been shown to go into remission when this is done as often as two or three times a day for 10 or 15 minutes. A serious condition, for example, like cancer or Parkinson's or Alzheimer's, some really life-changing condition, I would recommend three times a day for 15 minutes, breathing, ah, to induce a level of relaxation and feeling safe, during which you then close your eyes and visualize the desired outcome. 
Now, you got to work with the symptoms. And in this short, free form, it's going to be difficult for me to explain the application in a variety of circumstances or situations. I'm going to do my best, but I would really encourage you to join us for the premium training. Again, go to the w's.theagelesswisdom.com, click on webinars, then premium training to enroll. You can enroll for a single session. It's just six ninety five. It goes down to four dollars and change per session when you enroll for a quarter, a thirteen week period, and when you enroll for a full year, it goes down to three dollars and change. So, very very affordable classes here, and those would be an hour and fifteen minutes to as long as ninety minutes and give you much more information, including, quite often, a program from our sister site, FocusedPassion.com, where my business partner, Steve Snyder, joins us, and we talk about, in this case, healing and pain control using guided imagery, whatever is the topic of the free forum on a given day, this program, which is podcast as well, that'll be the topic of the premium training that follows live at 10.30 a.m. Pacific, 18.30 hours universal, and again will be, once the webinar is over, available with that same link by replay on demand, so that might be a good investment. There are some good books and other literature available, and you should have no problem finding them. I think my favorite book along these lines was written back in the early 1970s. So that's 40 years ago. This is well-established information now. It's a book entitled Getting Well Again by a Dr. O. Carl Simonton. First initial, letter O, middle name Carl, last name Simonton. He wrote it with his wife, and there's a third individual, I think James Creighton or something like that. But Simonton's Getting Well Again was a landmark book. Uh, Another physician, Dr. Bernie Siegel, has written uh, several books, including one entitled Love, Medicine, and Miracles. Again, it's uh, an older book now, 20, 30 years old, and a little bit of research will reveal dozens of other titles. The Well Body Book by Dr. Mike Samuels, again, goes back to the early 1970s. The Relaxation Response by Dr. Herbert Benson, another really good book. Less about visualization, but in the Relaxation Response, Dr. Benson talks quite a bit about the importance of getting into this alpha brainwave level and a couple of very simple techniques for relaxation, progressive muscular relaxation. You just apply guided imagery once you get into that level. So let me give you a couple of quick examples here in the free form. Uh, Something simple like... uh, Oh, a tension headache, for example. 
again, you always want to combine relaxation, guided imagery, and affirmation, verbal positive suggestions, whether you speak them out loud or more commonly to yourself silently. It's a way of directing the subconscious mind and the brain to direct the natural and normal innate intelligence that allows the body to heal itself to a particular area. If you want to think of this as supernatural, if you want to think of this as a spiritual approach to healing, if you want to combine this with the use of spirit guides or animal totems or whatever your particular belief system, that's fine. There's no evidence that it impedes or is a requirement in any way. It may actually improve the overall process if it aligns with your particular belief system. Because that's what we're talking about is faith, belief, and expectation. You know, Christ said you reap what you sow. Buddha talked about karma being formed by your, well, not only your actions, not only your thoughts and feelings, but even the awareness or intention behind your thoughts and your actions will generate karma or particular consequences for these levels of awareness, these intentions, which then radiate out as thoughts and feelings and eventually behavior. So karma is the same as you reap what you sow. And positive people are more likely to remain well, to be sick less often, to heal faster and to be better at managing their pain and discomfort, which is a perception. It's very subjective. If you've ever experienced significant pain and maybe a, a hospital setting, you've had physicians and nurses ask you to rate your pain on a 1 to 10 scale, 10 being torture, just absolute horrible, horrible pain, and one being barely aware of it at all. And you probably recall your pain had an ebb and flow quality to it. And the more familiar you are with the pain, the more you allow yourself to feel it, the lower the number, the less it hurts. The interesting concept here is that it is a resistance to feeling the pain that amplifies it. If you try to ignore pain and discomfort or push it away or cash it in your body as muscular tension, the pain and discomfort that's perceived will actually increase. On the other hand, if you allow yourself to feel it, to face it, to give it a color, to give it a texture, to give it a temperature, to let it come upon you and sort of come over you and swallow you up, you turn and face your pain and discomfort and let it in, now you have the ability to release it, to move through it, so to speak. And it's just like emotional counseling, psychological counseling, where 
those of us trained in the field say the only way out is through, or you've got to feel it to heal it. (laughs) That's really the secret. So how does your headache pain, as an example, how does that occur to you? Does it feel like a spring inside your head that is wound too tight? Well, visualize that spring, that imaginary. We know there's no spring or coil of wire in your head. But close your eyes, breathe, create a letting go feeling so that your body believes it is safe and relaxed. And then with your eyes closed, roll them up behind closed lids, just about 15 degrees, as if there were a little movie screen floating in front of your forehead. And imagine seeing projected on that screen this overwound spring. Or you could imagine going directly into your head and seeing the spring, or standing outside of your own head and looking at it as if you had x-ray vision like Superman, and you could see that spring and unwind it. Just reverse the process. Give the pain and discomfort of the headache, whether it's a tension headache, a cluster headache, a migraine headache, give it a color, give it a temperature, a texture, and then work with that. Reverse it. See the color changing to something that appears to you to be natural and and normal. Or if it's an intense, uh, oh, I don't know, a jagged texture or a red color that often indicates pain and discomfort to people, see that color fading back toward whatever would appear to be normal for you. Acid indigestion, drip, drip, drip in your body, and you don't have any uh, antacids handy, what are you going to do? Just close your eyes, sit down if you can for a minute, relax, and imagine a couple of faucets in your stomach. I know, it seems silly, but turn off the drippy acid faucet, open the one that's labeled base. The feeling you're making all of this up is exactly the right feeling. Let the base neutralize the acid for a minute or two. And you could even imagine a little gauge in there going from red into the green until you feel better and give yourself these positive suggestions. Even cancer tumors. In Simonton's book, Getting Well Again, there's a discussion of a boy with a tumor that became the death star for him. And he would like Luke Skywalker, shoot rockets at the tumor and explode the Death Star every day, three times a day for 15 minutes, and see that tumor in his brain getting smaller and smaller. And amazingly, the body would put that cancer tumor into remission. This is not guaranteed. It's not always the case, but it often is. Some things are much more suggestible than others. Colds and flus tend to work really well if you jump on it right away. Warts, for example, are very suggestible and often will disappear with a single session of visualization. Something more severe like Parkinson's or Alzheimer's 
And again, you're going to have to use your imagination to get a good idea of what would be the symptoms or the symbols that I would use in my mind's eye to see myself getting better, to feel myself responding to the positive affirmations and visualization. The important thing is to do the guided imagery, the verbal instruction or suggestion, the affirmations, the other senses and uses of imagination in a really deeply relaxed level. Again, rather than take the time to do a meditation here, I thought we'd use what time we had to give you two or three or four little examples. And if you find this at all interesting, follow up with the books I've recommended. Do a Google search for healing and guided imagery. You can try the word visualization as well, using the mind's eye, the third eye, so to speak, the Ajna Center. And again, hopefully you can join us in the premium training in just about five minutes. Enroll at theagelesswisdom.com for half of what it costs you to go to lunch in a coffee shop. And you'll get some valuable material. You can listen live, listen to the replay, download the MP3 after the live webinar. And we'll see you over there in just a few minutes. In any event, I hope you had, those of you in the U.S. anyway, a very happy Thanksgiving this past week. And we look forward to December and the holiday season, solstice and Christmas and all of the other wonderful holidays, New Year's and Kwanzaa, and all kinds of reasons to celebrate. We'll be here most weeks. We'll probably take one or two off during the holidays, but for the most part, we'll be here. Watch your newsletter, and thanks a lot for being here. Be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. This is Michael Benner for the Mystery School, so long from Los Angeles.